Welcome to Manawaker Studios Flash Fiction Podcast. I'm Larissa Thompson, filling in for CB this week. I'm the co-founder and producer of The Centropic Oracle, a science fiction and fantasy short fiction podcast available for free on YouTube. If you follow CB and his work, you may have found some of his narration performances and original short fiction on our channel. If you'd like to hear more interesting, thought-provoking, and entertaining stories written by fantastic authors and narrated by myself, CB, or a number of other professional narrators, then subscribe to our channel. You can find a link in the show notes. And now to the story. This week, Matharma by CB Drogi. It is night. I stand at the prow of the ship another in a long line of ships. I'm watching the stars, listening to my daughters, thinking of home. Days tend to run together out on the sea. Then the months run together. Then the years. Then the decades, the centuries. Without age, without change, everything runs together. The boats change little and still seem very similar to the boats of my girlhood. Yes, they have electronic fish finders, computerized maps, and satellite phones, but in the end, they're still just a small group of, mostly, men in a floating machine, trying to get as much fish as possible in as short a time as possible. They compete with other ships, they sing ribald songs, they get in fights, they miss their families, and sometimes they drown. So it was three millennia ago, so it is still now. I think of my mother, her ivory skin and cold hands. There is so much of her in me. My beauty, my ever-presence, both come from her. It's been hundreds of years since we spoke. I don't know where she is, though I'm sure a tour of the world's most respected museums would turn her up, probably in the center of a great vaulted chamber, flanked by lesser creations than herself. The museum's curator knowing he has something very special, but never knowing quite what she is, who she is. My mother is lucky that she only had two children, even if both have flown from her as surely as my daughters have from me. I think of my father, his rough hands and suspicious eyes. Having been mortal, he's long gone now, of course, but I owe everything I have and everything I've lost to his skills and his prayers and his lusts. The captain of the ship approaches to stand beside me and consider the stars also. I'm new here, but I'm also very old and the others on the ship seem to understand that. As usual, they show me great deference and respect, even if they don't know why. I don't look like the type to work on a fishing ship. I never have. I should be performing on a stage somewhere, or posing for photographs. But the men always seem to know, to sense, that I belong on the sea. 
No captain has ever turned me away when asked if I could join his crew. It's a nice night for the stars, he says. Small talk, prattle. No reason to be rude, though. If there is one thing I've learned over 3,000 years on fishing ships, it's that politeness goes a long way to keeping a ship functioning. It is, I say, putting a smile in my voice. Thinking of home? He asks. Yes, I say, always. You can't go back, you know. I turn to look at him then. His sharp-featured profile reminds me of my husband, a sculptor and a leader of men, like my father. A man whose selfishness and hubris defined the most important moments of his life and his death, also like my father. It's not the first time I've noticed the similarities, but it always feels like a fresh revelation. No, I can't, I say. But how would you know that? It is his turn to smile at the sky. No one can, right? He says. No matter where we go, when we return, home has changed. We have changed. That place in our minds that we call home, that's the only place it exists. One of my daughters comes to alight by his hand on the railing and calls at him. He shoes her away without malice. What is with the gulls this run? He asks idly. They follow me, I tell him. He chuckles, thinking it a joke. He turns to look at me. His face is aged and craggy, toughened by the wind and sun and salt. Nothing like my husband. Have you tried? I ask him. Once or twice, he admits with a frown and a shrug. Never worked. I've never tried, I tell him. I knew the moment my home was lost to me. Wanna tell me about it? I search the man's face for motive, but find nothing. What would I tell him? The truth? My husband was murdered, I begin. I'm sorry, he says with a frown. It was his own fault, I say. He betrayed very powerful men, and they took their revenge. I see, he says, clearly unsure of how to react. Not the story he was expecting, perhaps? The true tragedy is my daughter's, I tell him, holding out my hand for one of them to perch. One does and I stroke her feathers with my other hand, holding her close to my face. They've never been the same since. I kiss her lightly on the brow. He has no words for me this time. He stares at my daughter, frowning. I lift my hand, and she rises back to join her sisters in their eternal circling. The captain and I both turn back to the stars before the ship. After a very long moment, he says, I hope, someday, that you and your girls find peace. Someday, I agree, but I don't believe it. I don't know what it would take. Three thousand miles and three thousand years from home. If we haven't found peace yet, we never will. The captain stays to watch the stars with me for a few minutes longer but he is shifty and his head droops. Unlike me, he needs sleep.
He bids me goodnight and walks back toward his cabin. I watch the stars, listen to my daughters, and think of home. And I wonder how we could ever find peace. This has been Mitharma, written by C.B. Drogi. Manowaker Studios' flash fiction podcast is supported by patrons on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash manowaker to find out more. The flash fiction podcast theme song is by Kevin McLeod. Manowaker Studios' director of Dice is Ben Baston. The podcast is produced and edited by C.B. Drogi, and this week was narrated by me, Larissa Thompson of the Centropic Oracle. You can follow us on Twitter at Centropic Oracle. Thanks for listening. Thank you.